Well, good morning. It's good to be with you all this morning. Um, we had something really cool happen on Friday evening, and I, I just feel like before I get into the sermon, I wanted to share this. Um, I'm going to be a little emotional. Forgive me. Forgive me every week for that. <laughs> Forgive me every 10 minutes for that. Um, but um, somebody in our church felt led to just have a time of prayer on Friday evening, and so it was pretty short notice, but we sent stuff out through the prayer line and on social media, and from 10.30 to 11.30 on Friday evening, um, a bunch of people, well, a good amount of people came to the church and knelt before the Lord in prayer, and, and, and so I was here, and that was a, just some time to, to come before the Lord. And as I sat here praying, as I watched the people that were coming in to pray, it just hit me. It's been a tough six months or so, hasn't it? And I don't mean this to, to get you down, but there's, there's been a lot that's happened in the church and in individuals' lives in the church. And as I sat there and I prayed and I watched people walking in and I thought, man, they're they're dealing with this, and man, they're dealing with this, and they're dealing with this, and I just thought, man, it's been a heavy time. But I want to get up here this morning, and I want to tell you that God is with us, and that God is ca carrying us, and that God is helping us move through the difficult times. And so I just want you to know that there are times that we experience struggles, and I don't know what it's, what's normal for a church as far as things that happen and the things that go on in the church, and seems like we've had a, a lot of, <coughs> excuse me, we've had a lot of people pass away. It seems like we've just had a lot of big stuff going on, but I want you to know that I'm fully confident that God is with us, and that God is working in the midst of this, and that God is taking us somewhere and so I want you to know today, regardless of what it is you're going through, and I know a lot of you are going through things. As I look around, I know a lot of you have things in your life that are difficult. I want you to know that God is walking this journey with you, and God is so good. And that's where I was Friday night. God, don't let me get stuck on difficulties, but let me trust in you and that's where we want to be. So just know that God is with us. We're going to finish our Growing Up series today. And really in this series, we've been talking about, um, we've been talking about growing in our faith. We've been talking about becoming disciples of Christ. We've been talking about, I need to lighten it up a little bit, so I'm going to lighten it up here. We've been talking about growing more mature in our walk with Jesus. And so yesterday I had an opportunity. I was the victim of a, a blatant campaign for discipleship, and that was by my brother. He had me go, he, he allowed me to go, he, he took me to the Ohio State game yesterday, and I just need to be honest with you and tell you that I'm not really a big-time Ohio State fan. In fact, I may have been guilty in the past of not being an Ohio State fan. <laughs> That's what he thought. And so there was this targeted campaign where, where my brother literally walked alongside me and told me about all these cool things. And I will say, it was a cool experience, and if you didn't watch the game, you missed it. It was an amazing game. 
And I just want you to know, I think I'm converted. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't, don't, don't fall for that. I'm not converted. But it really was cool. And, and so we've been talking about growing up. We've been talking about um, growing up in your faith. We've been talking about walking alongside of each other. And I really just thought about that as I was walking into the stadium yesterday with Robert. And he's pointing out, like, this is what the band does. And there's the stained glass. And this is what happens there. And it was, it was a blatant attempt to disciple me in the ways of Ohio State. And it really is cool stuff. Um, but over the past four weeks, um, we've been talking about growing up. Last week, we talked about follow me. Jesus called to Peter and his disciples to follow him. And, and we talked about John chapter 21, and, and we're going to be there. But, but last week, we kind of looked at the whole book of John, and we looked at the story of Jesus and his disciples following him. And we saw the story, uh, uh, we saw as they walked along together the things that they experienced together. We saw lots of different things, and we ended in John 21 with the reinstatement of Peter. I don't, is reinstatement a word? Someone help me there. Re, okay, good, good. The reinstatement of Peter, and that's where I want to pick up. But we understand, so far, real quick review, we understand that as followers of Christ, number one, we must be born again. Number two, we must continue to grow. Number three, as we grow, we must become less. Jesus must become more. It's not about us. Number four, we must follow Christ and follow others to grow in our faith. Well, today I want to pick up on the calling of Peter to follow me, and I want us to ask a simple question, and that's this. Follow me where? Where are we going? What is this all about? What's the point of growing up? What's the point of this whole idea of growing up to be more like Christ? This is a question we like to ask, right? What's the point? You guys have all had conversations, whether you know it or not, where you had the conversation of, what's the point? Where is this going? Where am I going? In fact, if you've ever been in a relationship You've probably had the relationship discussion, the relationship talk, right? Where maybe it was in the early stages of dating, or maybe you were getting a little more serious in your relationship, and you had the talk. Where is this going? And maybe early on in a relationship, you knew it wasn't going somewhere, or maybe, I mean, I can remember specifically a night that Megan and I went to a concert together, and we had that talk of, where is this going? And here we are today. Another thing that happened a few months ago, um, I'm going to come down and get a tissue. Um, a few months ago, I, was, I, I got on Facebook, and I have a friend that... Um, well, that was tricky. Someone just balled a bunch of them up in there. Um, now I'm, I'm going to get three packs of handkerchiefs this week, by the way, now, because people think it's ridiculous that I use tissues. But um, um, so anyway, a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, I got on Facebook, and I had a message. And so I got on the message, and it was a message from um, somebody that I knew in the past, I would say a friend, but really kind of an acquaintance. It was a message from somebody who was in my youth group when I was in like seventh grade in Texas. But this wasn't someone I was close to. I honestly don't think I've had any communication with them since then, but we're friends on Facebook. Now through that, I've noticed that they are one of those people that is committed to sell something 
via social media. And so I got this message, and it was like, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? Your family looks great. And my immediate thought was, where is this going? What is this all about? Are you going to sell me your product? We like to ask that question. We don't like to do things that aren't leading us somewhere. We want to know where we are going. We want to know what it's all about. So where is this growing up going? We looked through the book of John and we saw the relationship between Jesus and his disciples last week. We saw acts of miraculous power. We, we saw how Jesus treated others. The disciples were watching him. We saw Jesus be graceful. We saw that, that he, they were with him in the good moments. They were with them in the difficult moments. The truth is that Jesus, as he was walking with his disciples, was pouring himself into them. He was pouring himself into his disciples. And so the focal point of today is going to be the interaction between Jesus and Peter in John chapter 21. Peter was a prominent figure in the Gospels. He was one of the prominent disciples. He's, he's all over the place. Peter was one of those people that's always in the middle of things. Do you guys have a friend that's like that, that's just always in the middle of things? Any of you? Think of that friend. I have a friend that was always in the, he was either getting in trouble, or if something was good, he was always in the middle. And we all have a friend that's in the middle of everything. That was Peter. And so I want to focus on this, this interaction that they had. Peter had done many things. He had walked with Christ. Christ had poured into him. Jesus had poured into him, had taught him, had showed him things. And Peter had gone through a lot. He had tried to walk on water. He actually had walked on water for a second and then struggled and sank. He chopped a guy's ear off when they came to arrest Jesus. He got a little overzealous and chopped a guy's ear off. He had his feet washed by Jesus. Jesus said, I'm going to wash your feet. And Peter said, no, I'm not worthy of that. And Jesus said, I've got to wash your feet. And so he had his feet washed by Jesus. He denied Jesus three times after Jesus had just told him that he was going to deny him three times. And now Jesus comes to reinstate him. Peter was all over the place. Peter was in the middle of everything. And I just have a feeling that if you talk to Peter, like, he had some good stories, right? Let me ask you a question. What'd you do this week? <laughs> What'd you do this week? If you ask Peter that at any point in his journey, you probably would get a pretty good story. I chopped the guy's ear off. It was really crazy. Then Jesus put it back on. Oh, I got out of a boat and I walked on water. Oh man, Jesus told me that I was, I was going to betray him and I was going to deny him. And I denied him three times. What would you do this week? I mean, Peter had had a journey. And, and the truth is, in the Gospels, we have watched Peter... Grow up. When we talk about growing up, we look as we read through the disciples, we watch Peter grow up. Now, most of us haven't chopped anyone's ear off, hopefully. Most of us have not tried to walk on water or walked on water. Most of us haven't had those experiences, but I think our journey is kind of similar to Peter's in a lot of ways. Think about this in your mind. You've had some great moments, haven't you? You've had some moments where you felt like God was calling you to something great, maybe like walking on water. Maybe you've had some moments where you got a little overzealous 
and you made a mistake, probably not cutting someone's ear off, but maybe you got too hyped up or too amped up and you made a mistake. Maybe you've, you've had some moments where you, you were called to step out on faith, but you fell short because of your doubts. Maybe you had moments that you just felt that God was anointing you and that God was with you. Can you guys can nod with me or something so I know you're with me? Have you had those moments? Peter walked with Jesus, and he had ups and he had downs, but he grew up, and I believe that each and every one of us has those ups and downs. I believe that each and every one of us that walks with Jesus experiences those great moments, and we experience some struggles. But I want to encourage you today that the ups and downs that we experience are all a part of our growing up. Listen, some of you, some of you may have fallen down recently. Some of you may have had some struggles recently. Some of you may be on cloud nine and maybe you had a great experience this last week. I want you to know that the ups and downs of our lives are all a part of us growing up and becoming more like Jesus. And as we follow Jesus, he is pouring into us. We are learning and growing. Think about it. Sometimes we learn the most from the times that we struggle. We learn the most from the times where we mess up. The ups and downs of your life are all a part of you growing up. Jesus is training. Jesus is pouring into you. And so once again, we'll ask the question, for what? As we look back into John 21, we see Jesus coming to Peter. And keep in mind that Peter has just blown it pretty big time. And Jesus comes to Peter. And all of this has happened. The, the good moments of walking on water. The bad moments of chopping people's ears off. The good moments of feeling called to something big. And leading the bad moments of denying Jesus. And Jesus comes to Peter. And in John 21, 15 through 17, we see this discussion. When they had finished eating... Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And it says Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him this for a third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. And so we see three questions and we see three directives, feed and take care of my sheep. The truth is, after all of that, after the good, after the bad, after growing up, after experiencing things, after having Jesus pour in to Peter, it was his turn. We've talked about the fact that in the past few weeks that we are a part of the unfolding plan of building God's kingdom. That Jesus came and Jesus poured himself into others and that Jesus gave his life on the cross and so that we, as a sacrifice for our sins, so that we could be free from the eternal consequences of our sin, but now Jesus is sending. 
Jesus is reinstating Peter and he's saying, you know what? It's your turn. If you love me, feed my sheep. So I, I just want to stop for a minute. I, I know that you don't go home and remember everything that I say in my sermons. I understand that. I don't remember most of the things I say in my sermons either. But if there's anything that I want you to walk away from today remembering, it's this. This. This picture. Jesus is saying, Peter, it's your turn. And we'll get to that in just a minute. We'll get more to this in just a minute. But get this picture in your head because this is where we're going today. So Jesus says, feed my sheep. In John chapter 10, Jesus says three different times, I am the good shepherd. I take care of the sheep. I lead the sheep. And so Jesus has already painted the picture for them that he is the good shepherd. And now he's saying to Peter, it's your turn. Feed my sheep. Take care of my sheep. Jesus is going back to the Father but the plan will continue to unfold. All of the time that Jesus had invested in Peter, all of the ups and the downs that he was growing up, now it's time for Peter to step up to the plate and to start investing in others and to feed Jesus' sheep. It's time for Peter to step up. But that leaves Peter with a choice, doesn't it? Think about this. When you go through some incredible stuff in your life, and, and think about all the things that Peter went through. He had some good stories. Like I said, I think if you talk to Peter, he would be a pretty fun person to just sit at a table and talk to and hear his stories. And Jesus comes to him and says, feed my sheep. It's your turn to step up. Let's go. And Peter had a choice, didn't he? Peter could have said, eh, it's been a good run. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go sit around and I'm going to go enjoy talking about the things that have happened. I mean, I'm going to go tell the stories. I'm going to go talk about the things I've seen. I'm just going to go be comfortable. I don't know about all this. I'm just going to be comfortable. Peter had a choice. Jesus had, had poured himself into Peter. And then he says, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. And Peter is left with the choice. Is he willing to take that next step? He could go home and be comfortable, or he could follow Jesus. Jesus is calling him to something more. Jesus is calling him to step up. He didn't invest all that time in Peter for him to walk away. And he says, now it's your turn to go and feed my sheep. Likewise, we are all growing up. We are being invested in by God. We are being invested in by each other. We are growing in our relationship with each other. And I've got some important news for you today. You are called to continue the work of building the kingdom through investing in others, through feeding God's sheep. And you have a choice. See, just like the disciples, just like Peter, Jesus has found each one of us. Maybe not by the shore, maybe we weren't fishermen, maybe we didn't experience Jesus physically, but Jesus has found each and every one of us, and we are here today as a part of the unfolding plan of God. And just like Peter, we are called to continue the work of building the kingdom through investing in others. Some of you here today may have been following for quite a while. 
Some of you here today may have been growing up. You may have experienced those ups and downs. You may have gone through some big things. You may have had people pouring themselves into you. And for some of you here today, it's time for you to step up to the plate and start continuing the work of God by pouring yourself into others. For some of you, it's time to step up to the plate. But just like Peter, you have a choice. And it's time to get serious about this. You have a choice. You can sit around and you can be comfortable and you can think about the good things that have happened. Oh man, we had that great service project not too long ago. Oh man, I I remember when, when God did this in my life and oh, that was great. You can be all excited about your chair because let's be honest, you guys all sit in the same chair every week, don't you? I got moved out of mine because there were too many people in my row this week. But you have your chair, right? And it's very easy for us to say, man, I've, I've really walked with God and things have been good. And now it's time for me to sit in my chair. I mean, I got my spot and to get comfortable But I believe that Jesus is calling us to something so much bigger than just to sit in our chairs. I believe Jesus wants us to be a part of the unfolding of God's plan to build his kingdom through investing in others. And so I'm going to take a quick moment to give you a commercial again for the discipleship plan that we are doing. Starting tonight, if you look in front of you, there's probably a card in the seat. There's some at the back if there's not. And if you want to be a part of stepping up to the plate and taking that next step, Pastor Dale is going to be leading us through a discipleship class, teaching us how to invest in each other, teaching us this process of growing up. And so if you want to be a part of that, fill that out. Turn it in in the back in those black boxes. If you want to be a part of that, it's time to step up to the plate. Now for some of you, That might simply be a call to learn more and to have someone pour more into you so that you can grow up. But for some of you, it's time to step up to the plate. So we're all on board, right? Can I get a nod? Like, we're all on board with this? Like, yeah, okay, cool, Jesus, I'll feed your sheep. You've poured into me, that's great. I'll pour back into you, right? I'll, I'll pour into the kingdom. I'll help someone out, right? Are we good with that? Okay, but that's not where it stops. We can do that. That's pretty simple. But that's not where it stops because Jesus goes on. And he says this, Very truly I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted to go. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and will lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And then he said to him, follow me. And so we see that picture again. Jesus says, okay, if you love me, feed my sheep. And I think, yeah, cool. No, if you really love me, feed my sheep. Yeah, I'm in, cool. If you really love me, feed my sheep. Okay, I'm here. But when you were younger, you did what you wanted to do. If you're going to follow me, This is what you're called to. And it says that Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Did you hear that word in there? Death. We don't like death, do we? We don't like losing control. We don't like being vulnerable. 
I, I remember um, early on in Megan and I's relationship, I think it was after we got married, um, I went over to their house and, and I, we were getting ready to say bye to Megan's parents. And so, you know, we were in that awkward phase of do I hug her father? Do I shake his hand? Do I fist bump him? Do I just wave and walk out? And so, you know, this is vulnerable, isn't it? Like, this leaves you vulnerable. I don't do this very often in my house because I know if I do this, I'm going to get hit in the stomach. And so it's early in our relationship, and we're saying bye to Jerry and Carol, and I walk over to Jerry, and I decide to go vulnerable with it, and I put my hands out, and Jerry gives me the, ah, scares me to death. I was totally vulnerable, and, ah, I, I wish I could have a video of my face. This is a vulnerable place, isn't it? Jesus says, feed my sheep, but if you're going to follow me, you used to get your way. You used to do whatever you used to, but what I'm calling you to is this. You, as you grow up, you will stretch out your hands, and you will be led not where you want to go, but where God wants to take you. And it even says, this is to talk about the kind of death which Peter would glorify God is that possible for us? I mean, if we're called to feed the sheep, that's possible, right? I can give a little money here or there. I can go on a mission trip. I can, I can do some good things. Is it possible for us to get here? Are you sitting here this morning thinking, I'm good with all that, but this one's kind of tough? I want you to know that I think it's possible and because, listen, we're talking about Peter. We're talking about a guy who just chickened out three times. We're talking about a guy who's followed Jesus, and he's followed Jesus, and he's seen Jesus' miraculous work, and all of a sudden Jesus says, you're going to deny me three times, and he says, no way. And then when the going gets tough, what does he do? He denies him three times. But Jesus says, if you love me, you'll feed my sheep. And this is where you're going. By the way, this is where you're going. It's pretty tough stuff. If you choose to continue, Peter, you will not have control of your life. If you choose to continue, it's not about what you want anymore. It's about being led by God. I have four kids. I remember a day when I didn't have any kids. And I remember in that day, I remember Megan and I got married and we moved to South Carolina, and I remember that we pretty much had all evening, every evening to do whatever we wanted. And then we had kids. And now, <laughs> where are we going? What do we have to do? There's no more sleeping in. There's no more, I want to do this tonight. If, if you have kids, you lose control. Is it realistic to think that we can get here with God, that we can really get to the point where we give it all up and we put our hands up and say, God, wherever it is you take us, I'm good. Lead me. Can we get there? Can we really give up our lives? Can you really give up your life for God? Not only do I think it's realistic, but I think you're already doing this somewhere. I think you're already doing this with something. Maybe it's not God. Maybe it's your family. Maybe it's that whatever they do, wherever they need me to go, I go, and your family runs your life. Maybe 
It's love. Maybe it's a relationship. And you're here. Wherever you take me, I'll go. Maybe it's your country. Maybe it's your political stance. Maybe it's your work. Maybe you're here for money. Maybe. Maybe you're here for sports. And, and other things are controlling your life. We're all here, I think. But God says, no. I want you to follow me, and I want you to be here for me. I want you to stretch your hands out, and I want to lead you where you're going to go. Here's the thing. If we really believe in something, I believe that we will give everything for it. And I think we see this every day. I was thinking about this. I've never been in the military, but I thought about all the training that goes into that. If you join the military, then you go to basic training, and then maybe you go to training after that, and you have to make your bed, and you have to do push-ups, and you have to do physical training, and you have to do all these things. And when you achieve that point of, hey, I'm there, I've graduated, I'm in, what happens? You have to be here. You have to be willing to go and put your life on the line wherever they send you. If we really believe in something, we will give everything for it. And so as the story goes, Jesus says, if you really love me, stretch out your hands. If you really love me, feed my sheep and stretch out your hands. And Peter accepted the invitation to follow Jesus. This is the moment that Jesus is reinstating Peter or commissioning Peter. And this moment was the catalyst for Peter to become a key leader in the building of God's church. And Peter, who had his ups and downs, who walked on water and chopped people's ears off and denied Jesus and did crazy good things, Peter, who had his ups and downs, in this moment accepts God's calling, accepts Jesus' calling to follow him and to put his hands out. It's an interesting word picture that Jesus draws here. Even the idea that, that Jesus says this is to indicate the way that you will die. What we, what we know, at least from the early church, is that Peter actually died with his arms out. He was crucified. According to the, to the things I've read, he was crucified around 64 AD in Rome for his faith. In fact, it says that Peter didn't want to be crucified just like Jesus because he didn't think he was worthy, so he was crucified upside down. And so Peter went from this, this young guy that had ups and downs that was struggling to this guy that was all in and said, okay, Jesus, here I am. And this is where he was. And he followed Jesus even to death. He goes from running from trouble to honoring God with even the way that he died. And so here we are today. And Jesus has been investing us in us, and we've been growing up, and here we are at the end of our series on growing up, and I believe that Jesus is coming to each and every one of us and saying, follow me. I believe that there are people in this room that are in different places, some of you may be in the beginning of your journey. Some of you may be just starting, starting out. Either you haven't yet been made new, you haven't yet been born again, or maybe you're just really early on in that process, and Jesus is beginning the work of making you new. If that's you today, I want you to know that Jesus is saying, follow me. 
I'll teach you. I'll show you. For some of you, you're continuing your growth. You've been born again. You're growing up. You've been around for a while, and you're continuing to grow to be more like Jesus every day. And Jesus says, follow me. But for some of you today, I believe that God is calling you to step up to the plate. I believe that God is calling you and saying, do you really love me? Okay, you've had your ups and downs. You've grown up. Do you really love me? Then feed my sheep. Okay, Jesus. Do you really love me? Yes. Feed my sheep. Okay. If you really love me, give it all. Give everything you have. I believe that God wants some of us to step up to the plate this morning and totally surrender our lives to be a part of the unfolding of the kingdom, regardless of whether that means being famous or regardless of whether that means that we're going to end up crucified. I believe that God calls us to be here, to be vulnerable, to give everything, to give our lives to God. And if that's what God's calling you today, there's no better place you can be than here. We're going to close the service by taking communion this morning, and the band's going to come up. But as we take communion, we understand that what we experience today is remembering what Jesus did on the cross. The food, the the bread, and the juice that you take today is all about this. It's that Jesus was here before he asked us to be here. Jesus gave everything This is the same Jesus that spoke to Peter. This is the same Jesus that sent Peter out. This is the same Jesus that poured into the lives of his disciples. But today, as we remember the sacrifice that Jesus made, we are called to grow up. We are called to follow the footsteps of Jesus and the footsteps of Peter and the footsteps of all those that have gone before us. And we are called to stretch our hands out. And allow God to lead us. We are called to give everything. And so no matter where you are on your journey, as you experience communion this morning, as you think about what Jesus did for you, as you think about the sacrifice that Jesus made, I would ask you to offer everything you have to him. Father, be with us in this time. Prepare our hearts. Help us to experience you. And Father, regardless of where we're at in our journey and what you're calling us to this morning, I believe that you want each and every one of us to follow you and to grow up and to give everything we have for you, Lord. Father, be with us in this time.